0: episode two we're so excited to be on this journey with you hey i don't think i said this at the start of last episode but we don't want you to ever leave before the end of the episode because every time we're going to end with something really special at the end of every episode you're going to get a dad joke from dave
1: woohoo, and a
0: fascinating <laughs> fact from ashley and her fascinating facts about parenting are super fascinating it's fun my dad jokes are mostly terrible. I love them. But that's what makes them great. And if you want to submit a fascinating fact or a dad joke, or if you just have a question or a topic you want us to cover, write us on Instagram. We're at Dave and Ashley Willis on Instagram. We would love to connect with you there. We appreciate all the messages and feedback you leave us there. And, uh, yeah, we're excited about today's episode. It's, a, it's an important topic. Yes. One of the most difficult topics at times mm-hmm. uh, in this very confused world we're living in. But how to teach kids respect, especially in a world that seems to have lost sight of what respect even means.
1: I think it's so true. You know, it's kind of... It seems silly that we have to say that, that we have to say like, this is a controversial topic, but it really is. I mean, I actually, um, some of you may know this if you listen to our Naked Marriage podcast, because I've shared that a little bit, but I used to be a teacher. Like I taught middle school, um, I I taught sixth grade, sixth grade, and I taught eighth grade. And I remember um, in teaching, and this was probably what, like 10 years ago that I was teaching. I remember how people had like students and parents and maybe even some teachers all had very different ideas about what respect is. And I I just think it was kind of a cultural commentary on kind of the state of things in America, because it's like no one could agree on on what 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 respect even is. is. And so I think right out of the gate, sweetie, we need to define what is respect? Like what is respect?
0: Well, um, because of Aretha Franklin, I at least know how to spell it. Yes, And it is R-E-S-P-E-C-T. And it's time to find out what it means to okay, me. Okay,
1: that was Michael Scott. Yeah. D. <laughs> I don't. <want> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. No, that's seriously, I'm like thinking about it. But yes, thank you, Aretha you Franklin. Know, we always know how to spell respect, and that is a great song.
0: Let's start with the uh, the actual definition? dictionary definition, and then we can start, we can launch from there to our own commentary to see if how correct we think this is, because sometimes the dictionary... Gets it right. Sometimes the dictionary leaves some things out. So
1: I'm going to find the verse that I'm thinking of right now as you're doing that. All
0: right. So respect. Several definitions here. Number one, a feeling of deep admiration for someone or something elicited by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. As in, the director had a lot of respect for Douglas as an actor. Or number two, due regard for the feelings, wishes, rights, or traditions of others. Young people's lack of respect for their parents. As a verb, to admire something or someone deeply. So, all of those are kind of like tied to respect being, um, you know, earned. I guess through very specific actions. Like, you know, I respect you because of this. Right. But we're really talking about a broader concept. Maybe honor would even be a better word. I, I really than, do think than, honor uh, is a better word than respect because yeah. we honor those because it's it's a, it's a way of honoring God, showing right. reverence, showing showing respect, showing gratitude, showing mm-hmm. deference, and saying, I value you. That's really what right. we're saying with, with respect and with honor, with all these words. We're trying to teach kids the importance of valuing others, of, of yes. considering others. Jesus would have described it like as the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Right. Treat others how you want to be treated. That's the simplest definition of respect that I can think of, that yeah. we're treating others the way we want to be treated.
1: Exactly. And I'm going to share some other verses that really kind of tie into what you're talking about with respect and honor going hand in hand. First of all, we have Romans 12:10. It says, be devoted to one another in love. So that, that means we need to have love, just love of humanity, because they are God's creation, just like we are. And then it says, honor one another above yourselves. I love this in Philippians 2, 3. It says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility, value others above yourself. So, you know, seeing again, it's having that love, respect, value and honor. Titus 2:7 says this, "In everything, set them an example by doing what is good. In your teaching show integrity and seriousness." 1 mm-hmm. Peter 2:17 says this, "Show proper respect to everyone. Love the family of believers. Fear God. Honor the emperor, so honor the leader." And then 1 Corinthians 10 33 says, even as I try to please everyone in every way, for I'm not seeking my own good, but the good of many so that they may be saved. And in other words, just not being all up in your own, you know, concerned for yourself only, but being concerned for others and then treating them, you know, with that respect and honor that God calls us to do. There's many, there's many other you know, versus about honor and respect. But I think those are some that really stick out. And you shared, you know, the golden rule about, you know, treating others as as you would have them treat you. And I think that, you know, when our kids are young, I think they can understand that. You know, I, I remember our boys, you know, we had our first two boys only about two years apart, almost to the day. And uh, I remember very quickly when they became, you know, probably one of them was one and a half and the other was, you know, three and a half they started having little little fights, oh, yeah, and yeah. and they would take the toy, or they would um, even slap. it. You know, babies don't know. I mean, they would might go up and just well, even once they slap did know, they other. would try to like slap each other, or even when they know other. exactly. And I remember, um, you don't really want to to let that happen because in that saying like that's okay you know and i remember going over and saying no 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 you don't take your brother's toy and this is even before like they're actually talking and forming words but i think it's important to say you know to the older sibling like let's say the three and a half year old took the one and a half year old's toy okay you would say listen would you want your brother to do that to you and most likely he would say no you know and then you can say well then don't do that to your brother i mean you know we're going to show him respect maybe you can play with this toy in a little bit but right now you know, he's playing with it, and once he's done playing with that, then you can maybe have it. I mean, he's one and a half, so he can't ask for his permission, but at the point when he can ask for permission, you know, and, and they're able to articulate that, then I would, that's a way to show respect, is to ask, yeah,
0: you know. essentially, it's just treating others the way you want to be exactly. treated. You would want to be asked yourself, right, and so ask somebody else.
1: Exactly, it's not just, not just taking what you want.
0: Somebody else, being considerate, being kind,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and in our world, you know, we're all, we, we all come out of the womb pretty selfish. Oh, we yeah. do. We're born into a sinful nature. Thankfully, we're created in God's image as well. So like, you know, we, we've got the, the capacity to learn and grow and all those things. But, but all of us are sinners. And you see that right very from the start. Quickly. You know, kids, man, like they come out of the womb selfish. And yeah. all of us struggle with that all of our lives. Yeah. But, and then the world, I think, perpetuates it. This very consumeristic culture that we live in makes money off of our selfishness. Right. And tries to keep us in that, that cycle, and Jesus is inviting us into another way of life, another rhythm of living, where we're considering other people, where we're, we're valuing other people, and, and we've, we've got to be so intentional about teaching our kids that. You know, last week right. in the very first episode, foundationally, we talked about teaching your kids to love Jesus. I, I really think that's where this starts.
1: It totally does. And I I think about, you know, how Jesus always went against the cultural norms, especially if they weren't, you know, a reflection of God. And I I think about when he talks about turning the other cheek, you know, like don't retaliate back to someone. In essence, turn the other cheek, you know, let them, if they hit you on one side of the cheek, they're going to hit you on the other. And that's in essence saying, I mean, it's one way of saying, show respect. Don't, don't stoop to their level where if someone's mean to you, you're mean back. Instead, show them respect and kindness. This doesn't mean you're a doormat, but this means that you kindly say, that wasn't very nice, but I'm gonna walk the other way. I'm not gonna get muddy with you. I'm not gonna fight with you. I'm gonna walk the other way. But you, you know, we can be strong in showing respect, but I think we do live in a culture where there's been this narrative of sorry, not sorry, and I know a lot of people say that tongue in cheek, yeah. they're joking about it, but I mean online, you see these whole people dropping what they think is a truth bomb and then never even having a conversation about it. and you see kids you know like teenage kids on Snapchat you know going at you know having these mean things about each other and not really showing a, a, each other respect and also saying things you know through text and on social uh, media platforms that they would never say in person, and so it's really it's really sending the wrong message to our our young people that that words don't really matter and that they aren't even part of this whole respect equation but the truth of the matter is is words are so important they are so powerful they tend to stick it's hard to forget what someone has said to you and um and on the flip side of that like we're talking about the negative part of it words carry so much weight and can lift up and can I mean, literally chart new courses in your life and they shape your life. And I think when we can teach our kids the power of words and how, if you get it wrong, the power of an, I'm sorry, don't believe this, sorry, not sorry stuff. And I think where that comes from is like, I think what they're, it's kind of the pendulum has swung really far to this other side saying, oh, you should never apologize. Have you heard that? They're like, never apologize. And I get, I think it started with someone saying, don't be, you know, be confident, be confident. Don't have to. you don't have to explain yourself, be who you are, don't apologize. And that in and of itself isn't a bad thing. Be confident, yes, and and don't feel like you constantly have to apologize for who you are. I totally get that. But as far as our actions, and as far as how we treat people, we can't just willy-nilly go around, say what we want to say, and do whatever we want to do, and then just drop it and walk off and act like, we'll just deal with it. Sorry, not sorry. I mean, that that's going to lead to terrible relationships. It, it's going to lead to you know, if they stick around, if you treat them like that, it's going to certainly be toxic and manipulative, and it's just not godly. And so I think as parents, we first of all, again, have to model this behavior. I think where kids often first learn this, and this is going to step on some toes, but where kids often first learn a lack of respect is by how their parents don't have respect for Boom, each other. There it is. I mean, it really is. It is, and I know it's sticky, and I'm like hitting the mic because I'm like, oh, I know I'm stepping on some toes, but... You guys, and all of us fail at this sometimes, like we all do, okay? Like none of us are going to get this right 100% of the time. But let me tell you, one of the most powerful powerful things you can do is when maybe you've had a disrespectful moment with your spouse, for your children to see you very authentically seeking forgiveness for that disrespectful moment is so powerful. It really and is, And yeah. spa- to, to see their parent, your spouse, to accept that apology and to say, I love you, thank you for that apology, is so powerful. And that's where they learn it. They learn it from, from what we're modeling. It's not the only place I think we can also teach them in, in, in correction, you know, when, when maybe they've gotten it wrong. But what's even more powerful than that is how we treat each other, but also how we treat our kids. I think sometimes we expect our kids to be respectful in a way that we don't even respect them. And I was convicted of this years ago. I mean, I, I would sometimes just get snarky because I'm a frustrated mom, and I'd be disrespectful, and and then I really felt convicted by it, and then I would go and say I'm sorry, because, I mean, I I obviously needed to say I'm sorry to my child, but I think that, you know, I think it's important for our kids, our kids to see it modeled not only in how we treat our spouse, but also in how we treat them, and how we allow them to treat us.
0: Yeah, your kids are watching, like we said last week, like if you want to teach your kids to love Jesus, then you've, you've got to love Jesus, let mm-hmm. them catch you reading the Bible, and mm-hmm. let them see you praying, and let them see you prioritizing these things. And with respect, I mean, obviously, they're they're going to look to you as their first example, mm-hmm. and um, an
1: imperfect human being, it, all as imperfect. we all are.
0: Yeah. And on, on on our other podcast, the Naked Marriage Podcast, we have a ton of content about about respect and about communication, and and how to even if you've gotten into a negative cycle. Breaking out of that in a healthy way, but I know some of you are listening and you're maybe a single, single parent, parents. and we're glad yeah. you're here. I mean you're doing an amazing job trying to trying to do the work of two parents as one, but yes. sweetie, what would your advice be for that parent that's like well i don't I don't have a lot of adult interaction in the home. Mm-hmm for the kids to, to see, to look to as a model. So, you know, what, what can that person do? And, and I would, yeah. I would say too, to start there, you, you model it by the way you talk to your kids.
1: 100%. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, single parents, you're awesome. I mean, you are awesome. And I would say uh, you, you are modeling it for them for sure. And, um, and I think too, for those of you who are maybe divorced and you are splitting, you know, the kids are splitting time, how they see you treat their father, treat their mother is huge too. And I know you all have probably if you're if you're you know you've dealt with a, a difficult divorce and a child custody agreement there's probably been some hurtful words that have been said but I know people who've walked th- through that road and for the sake of their children and to model respect have really done a lot of hard work yeah. to get to the point where they can be civil and that is so powerful to see both of their parents even though they're not in that home together anymore to see both of their parents to show respect to each other so powerful. yeah. I, I, and yeah. I would say too, maybe if that's not your situation and you're, you're a single parent, they're going to see how you talk to your own parents. They're going to see how you talk to your friends and how you talk to their teachers and all of that. And this isn't just to put just crazy amounts of pressure on you guys or us. I mean, like, again, we're going to fail. We're going to mess up. But I think just seeing an authentic Christ follower parent doing the best they can to live it out and then saying they're sorry and meaning it and trying to do better the next time, that's powerful.
0: Man, that's so good. Guys, I hope that was helpful to you, but hey, the episode's not over. That's right. Because it's time for my favorite part of the episode.
1: I need to do a little sting like, Dave's dad joke and fascinating
0: facts with Ashley.
1: Ding, ding, ding.
0: Uh, Maybe not. (laughs) We'll keep working on that. Uh, Don't let that attempt at a jingle turn you away from keeping on with this podcast. But, as promised, we're going to end every episode with a Dad joke from Dave and a fascinating fact from Ashley. That's right. Um, our producing team voted on this week's dad joke, and this was the winner.
1: <laughs> what
0: do you call a whale with no underwear?
1: I don't know. What do you call a whale with no underwear? Free Willy. Womp womp wow. Okay. All righty.
0: Can now, I... I I'll, I'll go ahead and give you second place, too. I just... Because I like, I like. I this.
1: like the Free Willy movie. I just want to say that's where my right. my mind went to the actual movie about the whale. Yeah, and not in the gutter like some.
0: All right. Well, I just want to say that. <laughs> I think Free Willy's hilarious. Uh,
1: All right. You yes. know, you got
0: to wait until next week to to get the other one. But it, it it's a. Uh, no underwear involved in next week's show. No
1: no yes. But it's probably not
0: as funny too because underwear is That was a middle school
1: one. That was a middle school joke. Probably when we were in middle school people were saying that since Free Willy came out when we were in middle school. But all right. So fascinating fact today is actually taken from a site called fascinate.com and I thought this was so interesting. It said in Vietnam babies are often potty trained using a whistle and it works. Vietnamese babies are potty trained as early as nine months what? old. Yes. You know
0: who we need to ask about this on our team? Dan Van. Yes, is from Vietnam. Yeah. He didn't move to the United States until I think he was like seven.
1: I think that's about right. So
0: he would have been potty he might trained. Might have been trained and, like that. We don't know. And he's—I I see him right there. He's out. In we the, need to ask him in the, in the lobby. So we're going to we're going to ask him after this, and we're going to report back.
1: We're if this report is a back. true
0: fact about about the potty training, because I'm fascinated. Whistle with training.
1: Him. In Vietnam, have you heard of this potty training? He's heard of it, and they said it works as early as nine months. He is giving the okay. He is giving this,
0: (laughs) man. You
1: heard it here first, guys. Probably he he was
0: able to use a (laughs) urinal at like six months old. He's like the smartest guy on our team. Oh my
1: gosh! So look at that in real time. We got the fact check.
0: Like that's amazing. That's amazing. amazing. So my mind is blown.
1: I know. I never even knew that, but that's amazing. See,
0: you're fascinating facts. They just blow me away.
1: Again, if you want to submit a dad joke or a fascinating fact, please go to Instagram and follow us and message us, or direct message us, as they say, at Dave and Ashley Willis, and we will get back to you and hopefully uh, share it. And we will say your name if you'd like us to say your name. If not, and you want to be anonymous, no big deal.
0: Yeah, but please, yeah, write us. We really, really appreciate it. Listen, and listen, we're not going to, you know, just share, share resources every single time. You know, we, we shared a lot of resources last week for uh, yeah. teaching kids about Jesus.
1: I love hearing about resources personally when I listen to podcasts, so share away, sweetie.
0: Right, so share, share away. So I think, you know, to give a few plugs for some resources we actually have here at XO.
1: Yes, yes, um, lots of resources.
0: So I have a devotional on the Book of Proverbs. The Book of Proverbs, I think, is a great template for what respect looks like, for what wisdom looks like. For sure. It's a book in the Bible, and start there. Start with the Bible, obviously. The devotional uh, I did on it, there's one just for young adults. It could even be for like younger teens, I think, mm-hmm. um, and it's called Think Like Jesus, so you can check that out. Mm-hmm. For parents, this is more of a marriage book, but I think um, kind of uh, about respect within your family. For sure. Married into the family, which is primarily about in-law relationships, but it has so much in it about respect. Well, even
1: family relationships. Family relationships yeah. and
0: how to show respect, mm-hmm. and so so the the XO store, you can go to exomarriage.com dot com, um, or Amazon. Or Amazon. Yeah. There's a lot there, a lot on parenting. We're adding more and more resources on parenting. Uh, our ministry's founder Jimmy Evans just released a powerful new book on parenting. Yes. And he's farther along in the journey than us. You know. That's he's, right. Grown he's kids. Raised great kids. Great grandkids. He's got great grandkids. I mean, he's doing it. Him and Karen Not are doing great. it.
1: Great. Right. His grandkids are, are great. great. Yeah. <laughs> His grandkids are awesome. Yeah. It's a That's little,
0: right. So uh, check out the XO marriage store the and whole library and also write us on instagram and let us know what you want to see in this podcast we're still developing um, we've had some great interviews we can't wait to start airing those we've got some good topics lined up but we want this whole podcast to be a service to you we're all on this parenting journey together we're learning together write us tell us what you want to hear about and we want to cater this to help your family thrive that's why we're doing this to help your family thrive and so right. thank you for investing this time to be a better mom or a better dad. We love you. We appreciate you. And we'll look forward to seeing you next time.
1: Bye, guys.